up on this episode of Up for Debate, it's our version of March Madness. It's the Dinner Dynasty. Soup or salad tonight, the soups region. Which of our favorites will win out in the end? Stick around. It's time for Up for Debate. This is Up for Debate, episode number 107, recorded March 15th, 2018, Dinner Dynasty, Soups Bracket. Hello everybody, welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the debate podcast where the two hosts agree on everything. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by our very own chef du jour, it is Matt Mariani. Soups all the way, who are you rooting for in this one? I'm, I'm rooting for the... for. I, uh, soups or salads? Villanova. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I'm very confused. I don't know. No, this is exciting. You know, I really don't have any, maybe we should talk about this. I don't have any biases going in. I can't say right now, sitting here today, which I truly prefer. Is, is there an obvious a, favorite for you? Um, well, if we're like a broad strokes, broad strokes, soups and salads. Yes. I think I, I generally prefer the soups. Okay. I think that they just have more, they bring more flavor to the table. But a nice salad every now and then, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, of course, it, go, it depends on what you have that uh, goes into the salad. Um, I think that it, it's very seasonal options here. I mean, salad is pretty good all year round, but the soups, I think you gotta, you gotta like, you gotta really. Like a cold winter night, or or a, a crisp fall, crisp autumn afternoon. That's the best time for a soup. But um, obviously, you can have them any time of year, uh, and as we'll see, there are plenty of seasonal soups out there. Oh, um, for sure. We'll have to see who takes it all. I'm I'm really curious to see. I love when we do these brackets um, because you never know. I mean, obviously, we have no idea who's going to make it to the final. Um, and, um, it's just, a, it's just an adventure every time we do this. I mean, uh, do you want to, do you want to go over our last bracket champion? Well, yeah, um, I was, I was going to do a quick run through. We've done a number of these brackets, folks. You can go back into the archives of the show and listen. If you haven't yet, the first one we did on the best novelty song we chose, uh, should I tell the winner? Is that, is that a spoiler? If you haven't listened uh, by now, go listen. Cause the debate's the fun part, not the winner. We picked the Monster Mash as the best novelty song. That was a big one. We did a bracket on uh, SNL sketches. I think we chose more Cowbell, if I remember. Is that true? That sounds true. It yeah. was between that and I, Jeopardy was a pretty high contender. Yeah. And I think, I think the more Cowbell won out in the end. Yeah. And then um, most recently in October, we did a Fears bracket. Uh, where we pitted 16 fears up against each other uh, and came up with the final one. Maybe because that one's so recent, we won't reveal the winner. But that is a great one. That's a two-parter you should go back and listen to. Um, and I probably, that's of the brackets we've done, that's probably the most fun I had. That was a hoot uh, and was was great for Halloween. Yeah, that was the one I was thinking of when uh, when I was pitching this as an adventure. That really was quite the adventure. I didn't. I did not know where that was going to go. Um, but our discussion kind of, uh, like w I thought our discussion was really good, really spot on. And, um, we'll say that it, uh, it filled a lot of holes of knowledge. 
Boy, did it, Matt. Boy, did it. Uh, so let's explain to the folks out there what we're doing here today, because we're doing it a little bit differently this time. All right. The theme of this bracket, soup or salad? That famous question you get asked at restaurant. Matt, you've been asked this question. I know you've struggled with it in the past. Um, it's tough. It's a tough one. No one knows the right answer, and we're here to find out. So we're doing a bracket in a little bit of a different fashion. Instead of doing 16 soups and 16 salads, we're going to do eight and eight. So I've got this little printout, and we will tweet. I will tweet out at Up for Debate TV the bracket so you can follow along at home. But on the left side of the bracket, we have eight soups. And on the right side of the bracket, eight salads. And what that means is we will narrow each set of eight down to just one. And in the final matchup, the best soup will meet up with the best salad, and we will determine the answer to the ultimate question. Soup or salad? Yes. Very exciting. We will on this episode of... That's where you say. Up for debate. There you that, go. Did I get the yeah. name of the show right? You got uh, it. And so... Uh, yeah, we're going to debate these down to the final. This episode will be on the soup side. Join us next week where we will go through the salad side and determine the ultimate winner. Uh, Matt, do you have any, before we get into our first matchup, uh, which these were set at random within their set categories, do you have any thoughts or, or things you would like to share before we get into our first soups matchup? Um, I think that, it's gonna. We're gonna get a lot of. Uh, we're gonna get a lot of pushback on this one. I think uh, some of our audience members at home may not be so uh, happy with our decisions. But at the end of the day, you know, you can always respond in our comment section. Give us a call on our special up for debate phone. What's the number? Sean will put the number on the bottom of the screen. Five zero eight six four four tech. Yes, call it up, call it up, and uh, and we'll talk about it. Yeah, right here live in person. We're not afraid to go there. No, we want to hear from you. Use the you can tweet at us with the hashtag uh, hashtag uh, soup. There it is, and we'll we'll take a look at that and um, and see what you have to say. So, Matt, let's get into our first matchup here. As I mentioned, these were set at random. Uh, we're in the first round. We've got four matchups here in the first round for soups. Matt, we're gonna match up in this. The classic French onion soup, a soup Wikipedia describes. I, by the way, Matt, have I showed told you how much I love Wikipedia descriptions of things? Because they're written in a way no human being writes words. <laughs> and so, Matt, the French onion soup is a type of soup usually based on meat, stock, and onions, often served gratined with croutons and cheese on top or a large piece of bread. Yeah. It is going up against its challenger in the first round. A, an American classic, the New England clam chowder, occasionally referred to as Boston clam chowder in the Midwest. It is a milk or cream-based chowder and is often thicker of a thicker consistency than regional styles, even though traditionally it is rather thin. It is commonly made with potatoes, onions, and clams. Now, Matt, I have... We're going to start off the bracket here with a stunning twist. <laughs> Uh-oh. A shocking turn of events that will have the folks at home with their jaws on the floor. Are you ready for that? You might get blown out of your chair, Matt. Are you ready for this? I'm I'm not sitting in a chair, but I'm ready to be blown out of the floor that I'm sitting right through the floor. Matt. Surprise. What's happening? I have never had French onion soup. 
Oh, okay. That's I thought you were gonna <laughs> tell me you've never had New England clam chowder. That would have been a much better twist. I thought you I, being from New England. I thought so you've never had French did. onion soup. No, is why? That a, I is just there a reason. But why would you? To yeah, I guess it's not that common of a soup. Fair, it's it's not a very common soup that you would get in a restaurant. You you kind of, I mean I I buy French onion soup all the time. Um, I might go ahead and say that this is probably my most consumed soup. Interesting. I have French onion soup a lot. Interesting. Um, uh, I and it, it's just kind of been recently. It's not like something I grew up with or anything. I've had it occasionally before now, but. For some reason, this past winter, I was just on a really big French onion soup kick. Um, I love the the fact that you can add any cheese you want to it, and it tastes great. Um, just with a layer melted on the top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never done it the way that my mom used to make it, which is she would put it in like uh, these little individual pots. Everybody would get like a little pot of a French onion soup. And um, she would bake it in the oven after the soup had had, uh, had boiled on the stovetop, and um, it would cr- it would actually like it would kind of crisp the cheese a little bit, but not like not like overly done, just enough to form like a thick layer of cheese on the top of the pot, and then you would break it with your spoon, and the soup would ooze through. And sometimes she would even put like a like a slice of French onion or it was a slice of a, a French bread in it in the soup, and it would kind of bake and, and absorb all that broth. I mean, I I agree, Matt. I think French onion soup, in terms of appearance and presentation, probably the most interesting of any soup on this in the whole bracket. I think French mm-hmm. onion. You go to a restaurant and you get the big, you get the crock of the French onion with all the cheese melted. It's coming over the sides. It's just an attractive looking dish versus some of these other soups that are just, you know, like tomato soup. It's just kind of like red and there. You know, I think presentation wise, French onion kind of takes a, a crown in my book. French onion soup is, um, is interesting in that it's, it's so simplistic. Almost, almost insultingly simplistic. You know, it really is just beef broth or or, or vegetable stock with um, with various uh, other, I guess, various other like bouillon and things like that thrown in. But mm-hmm. where you really get it, where it really shines, is the onion. Like the onion brings out the flavor of the of the broth. In in that regard, it is very simple and almost cheating in a way. Because it is just a base broth with onion, yeah. But at the same time, it's just, it's it makes it so versatile. You can put anything in it, and um, it would taste great. Yeah, but that's um, that's sort of my beef with French onion. Despite the fact I've never consumed wow. it, is that it is so simple and really cheese, which I would argue is maybe even more of a topping than an ingredient in the soup. You don't cook it with the cheese; you merely top it with sure. the cheese afterwards. And it's it's a it's a necessary component. I don't disagree with that. But what I'm thinking is clam chowder, on the other hand, is a very robust soup and has a very diverse flavor profile to it. It's a unique soup because it's the only seafood soup that's on our – well, I guess ramen a little bit. But it's our only seafood soup. It's got very rich flavors. It's thick. It's creamy, at least in the traditional New England style. Um, it's, 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 it's a diverse 
soup that's bold with color, not necessarily color, but with flavor. Whereas I think French onion is just so, so simple. Some may see that as an advantage. I see it as a bit of a, as a bit of a, a disadvantage. Sure. Um, and I like New England clam chowder. I mean, that's that's this is a really tough one right out of the gate. Clam chowder's got its its advantages. It's filling, it's um, creamy. Uh, it, it's one of the rare instances where people, I think, people who generally don't like clams or don't care for seafood wouldn't mind them so much in a clam chowder. Oh, absolutely. Uh, New England or Manhattan. Um, they're they're so they're kind of very mild and and uh, unobtrusive in a in a in a chowder. Um, but that being said, I I will have to say in the same way that French onion kind of cheats with its simplicity, I think new and, and and the use of cheese as a topping, I think New England kind of the chowder is using I mean using a cream base makes itself kind of more more appealing in, in a way that um there are a lot I of cream based soups it. though like yeah, i don't think it, that's fair well it's not a standard broth is what i'm trying to say well, it's not a, it's not of a standard stock it's not vegetable stock it's not true but is that stock. is that a dis like corn like are you stock. putting corn chowder as a disadvantage too pasta. yes I would say that that's also oh. uh, a kind of kind of the like handicap. It gives itself a handicap. I don't think that's fair. I think I think that's why I'm Matt. You are entitled to your opinion. I think it's wildly unfair that just because it's a cream based instead of a stock based item that you just outright give it a handicap. I don't I don't think that that's even remotely fair. Well, would we say that mac and cheese should be on this list? No, because it's no 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 because it's no. Absolutely not, because it's not a what soup. What about an extremely watery mac and cheese? Well, okay, and Matt, I, okay, if we're going to get into this, I had this issue once, is chili a soup? I had this when we when I was making up the bracket, Matt, and, you know, let's be, same with salad, okay, but let's be honest, we know what a goddamn soup is, okay? Mac and cheese is not a soup, it's not hard, <laughs> like, let's, you know that is old- cereal a soup? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Matt, look, listen to me. There, there was the old famous uh, court case where the where the judge was asked to to deem pornography based on uh, First Amendment rights, the the right of free speech, but is is profanity to profane. There's that famous line where they asked, "What is pornography?" and the judge and the judge or the lawyer, somebody said, I'll, "I know it when I see it. You don't have to define yeah. it. You just know what it is when you see it." Okay, that is true of soup. I know what a goddamn soup is. Cereal is not a soup. Mac and cheese is not a soup. Chili might be a soup. I don't know. I'm on the fence on that one. But clam chowder is a soup, okay? I don't think there's any debate. Can, uh, it's a shame we can't define sandwiches with the same criteria. We yeah, don't we know struggle a sandwich when we see it. Well, Matt, would you that like to know one. the Wikipedia definition for soup? Yeah, I actually would. Soup is a primarily liquid food, important, served uh, generally served warm or hot, but maybe cool or cold, that is made by combining ingredients such as meat and vegetables with stock, juice, water, or another liquid. Hot soups are additionally characterized by boiling solid ingredients in liquid in a pot until the flavors are extracted, forming a broth. Okay. In, in so traditional what about gazpacho? Yeah, that's a soup. Why wouldn't that be a soup? 
Well, you said that the the ingredients are boiled in a pot. Is is gazpacho boiled? I don't even know. Hot soups are. They, they it says hot soups are characterized by boiling. So right. I think. So then then my my uh, my issue still stands because is cereal a soup? Like what we think of as cereal, the meal with milk, would that be considered a soup? I would argue that it specifically says meat and vegetables. I think I think the fact that it is just a wet grain for the most part. Like I think if you threw some bacon in there, you might be approaching. Did it say were meat and vegetables clearly in the definition? Of yes, soup? made by combining ingredients. Such as meat and vegetables. And by the way, cereal is a one ingredient dish. I think just what putting kind of something. Vegetables? What? I guess you have potatoes and chowder. That's Yeah, true. you do. No, but I think putting one ingredient in liquid does not make it a soup. I think you have to actually like make a recipe with multiple things. Okay. I mean, that's not in the definition, but. No, it I'll kind of the, is. I'll give you the vegetable part. It's made by com- it says that it's vegetables. it's a liquid food made by combining ingredients that is not cereal in a bowl. One in- the ingredients are cereal and milk. That no. No, get out of here. Now, now you're just trying to derail the conversation and I'm not going to let you stop that. I'm being a philosopher oh, here. Oh boy, this is what people tune in for. What is a soup here on the program? This is what yeah. This is the questions that we ask ourselves. Matt, do you have any last thoughts on French onion versus New England clam chowder before we make our decision? Um, I originally I I thought this decision was going to be a lot easier, but um, let me just say this: my closing argument for French onion soup is that it's not as filling as clam chowder. Clam chowder itself has to be the star of the show. I. It, it, you're not going to convince me that you're going to get a clam chowder and have a cheesesteak with it. It's not well, going to happen. First of all, you're what restaurant what chowder. restaurant serves clam chowder and then cheesesteaks? Um, Wawa probably would do it. Um, yeah. What I'm saying is that the French onion soup leaves like allows you to leave room for more. It doesn't intrude. It doesn't try to run the show. But clam chowder just like a certain football team from New England will always try to um, will always try to steal the spotlight. Uh, okay. I mean, that's fair. I would argue the soup that comes in a giant crock covered in melted cheese also tries to st- I feel like visually clam chowder is the most boring. It's just a white soup. Like there's really not like stealing the show is not something I would use to describe as clam chowder. I do agree. It is a heavier soup. I won't I won't debate that fact, but I also think that there is value in a heavy soup. To me, French onion is a nothing soup. It's so light. It, it's it is just that water. You know, there's yeah, it's got some flavor in it, but like would you just drink straight stock? Yes. Well, see that's that's messed up. <laughs> that's 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 don't do that. That's a lot of sodium by the way. Don't do that. That's not good for it you. It's a lot of sodium. Um, um Yeah, I all right. So Well, before you announce your decision, yes. yeah, I have another shocking twist. Okay. Uh oh. Which is, seeing as I've never actually had French onion, I don't think it would be fair for me to vote because by default I would pick New England clam chowder. Therefore, I am abstaining from this round, and Matt, you get to make this decision solo. Damn. 
I'm putting a lot of faith in you that you will make the right call. These really are like two of my favorite soups going at each other. Yeah. It was hard to, um, it's hard to, it's really hard to distinguish both of them and kind of set them both apart. Um, we're here to decide the best soup. Yeah, absolutely. Not necessarily our favorite soups, but the best soup. The, at the end and, of the day, we want the best representation of soup possible. And I've got to give that to the New England clam chowder. I think it is it is the better soup of the two. Um, my 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 favorite, I can say with certitude, is is the French onion soup in that in that competition. Fine. But it, I just can't I can't say that it is objectively better than the clam chowder just i prefer it i Fair guess enough. is what i'm saying but um yeah no the clam chowder is great it's uh it's filling it's delicious uh especially a well-done clam chowder there's there's nothing else quite like it uh so that's yeah i gotta give All it right. to you gotta give it up Clam chowder. Well, clam chowder will be moving on in the bracket, taking on the winner of our next pair, Matt. This is two similar soups are going head to head. Up next, the classic, perhaps on the Mount Rushmore of soups, chicken noodle soup, which Wikipedia would describe as a soup made from chicken, simmered in water, usually with various other ingredients. The classic chicken soup consists of clear chicken broth, often with pieces of chicken or vegetables. Common additions are pasta, dumpling, or grains, such as rice and barley. In the case of this, we're just doing chicken noodle soup specifically, I want to be clear. It is going up against another uh, sort of chicken-based broth soup. It is wedding soup, or Italian wedding soup as it's known. It's an Italian soup consisting of green vegetables, usually endive, cabbage, kale, lettuce, or spinach, and a meat, usually meatballs and or sausage, sometimes with chicken. Uh, in a clear chicken-based broth, sometimes containing pasta, lentils, or grated Parmesan cheese. Uh, who, which one of us went first on the last one? I don't remember. I think you can go first on this one. Okay, fair I think enough. I, I started yapping my, my mouth, so you can go. Well, so go this one. the term wedding soup comes from the Italian language phrase minestra maritata, which means married soup, a reference to the flavor produced by combining greens, and the meat. Matt, I really like wedding soup. I think it's a super underrated soup. I genuinely do. And the biggest knock I have on the chicken noodle soup is I think it's been done to death. I think 90% of chicken soups you will consume as a human being are not good chicken soups. I feel like there's so much mediocrity in chicken soups out there because it's every your Campbell's and your, your sort of generic restaurant, pop it out of a big can, chicken noodle soup. You never get a gourmet chicken noodle soup. I mean, I'll give it up for clam chowder and French onion and wedding a lot of these other soups. You can go to a gourmet restaurant, get a gourmet. You never get a gourmet version of a chicken noodle soup. You just don't. And and to me, that is such a disappointment because I think it can be done well. It's just always been done fine. Now, on the other hand, chicken noodle soup is ubiquitous. As I mentioned, the Mount Rushmore of soups. I mean, it is when you think of soup, that's probably the one you're thinking of. Um, It's interesting to me, these two soups, they're both very similar, as I mentioned, that chicken-based broth, uh, usually with a meat. I kind of prefer the meatball of the Italian wedding versus the chicken of the chicken noodle. 
Um, but I know a lot of people don't like the greens you get in an Italian wedding soup. They like the simplicity of the chicken noodle soup. It's chicken, it's noodles, maybe a few vegetables, but for the most part, it's just about the chicken and the noodles. Whereas Italian wedding, they throw a lot of extra shit at you. It's got a lot more herbs. It's got the greens. It usually has more vegetables. It's a denser soup. Um, for me, very similar. I don't know, Matt. What are, do you often consume a lot of wet Italian wedding soup? Is that kind of in your soup repertoire? Um, you might be surprised. Uh, I haven't really had that much Italian wedding soup in my life. The ones that I have had, I have really enjoyed. Um, it's kind of a rare thing. Uh, see, if I were if I were the one assembling these brackets, which I totally was not, but if I had uh, put this together, I would have com- I would have uh, had the Italian wedding soup competing against the matzo ball soup, um, or the chicken noodle going up against the matzo ball. Um, just like I guess, well, the first, the fir- the, the former being like an, an, a battle of ethnicity. Yep. And the and also you have the roundness with the meatball and the and the matzo ball, um, and then the latter. The chicken noodle, I would say that they're they're both extremely similar. Well, do you, um, do you want to know the reason I didn't pick matzo ball soup? Yeah, have you never had it? I've never had it, and we couldn't justify we have two matzo soups in the bracket. I've never had so. Believe it or not, ma- matzo ball soup is quite nice. Uh, I would it's love a to try it. Underrated soup. I mean, it sounds it sounds really boring because essentially it's just like a giant cracker um, rolled up into a ball and wetted a lot with the soup, but it's actually a lot better than, than uh, people give it credit for. It's a very unique tasting soup. Um, and I would say that even wins out. Sean, I know we're called up for debate, and I'm trying desperately to come up with a debate. I, I want to rebuttal. I want to stick up for chicken noodle here, but come on. What? We're, we're a team. This is the stupidest Boring. shit we've ever done. Why are we Milk debating which goddamn is... soup I've oh, ever heard? Oh no. The chicken noodle. I can't I can't stand up for it. I guess I could say that it's a it's an institution. You know, a lot of people when they think of soup, this is the first one they think of. Um uh whenever whenever you're sick, that's the that's the first soup you reach for is a a can of chicken noodle. It's gained I guess that that um that honor in our popular culture, in our collective psyche, you know, yeah. that, that is for many of us, the first soup that comes to mind when we think of soup. So uh, to see it die in the first round, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's really a, 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 a where we want to hang our hat, but. Yeah, Matt, I think I think in the interest of time and not boring our listeners to death, uh, why don't we just jump ahead to the part where we pick which soup wins? Um, I think that I think we've said all that needs to be said about this round. Um, yeah, yeah, but I guess you don't want to debate. No, well, you if you've got more to say about these soups, I really don't. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm giving I, you the I out. I'm, stand here. I'm helping you. I'm gotta, getting moving us on. We got to go with the. Uh, well, no, wait, before you say, we're going to try something okay. a little different here. On the count uh, of three, we're going to say our winner at the same time. So you would say okay. who your vote's for, and I'll say who my vote's for. So it'll be a little bit of a surprise. All right. All right, and I'll count us. There'll be a lag, but we'll do it anyway. All right. Uh, I'll go three, two, one, and then you say the say the name of the winner, okay? Okay. All right. Three, 
two, one. Italian wedding. Matzo ball. Italian no! wedding soup. No, is, are, are you picking Italian wedding? I don't know what you're picking. Italian you wedding pick? soup. I got to pick it. It's it's just better. It's the uh, better soup. Now I feel bad, though, because it's, it's chicken noodle. We can't eliminate chicken noodle in the first round. Sure we can. It sucks. All right. Well, all right. Nobody's going to accept to its defense. Wow, we're going to get so many angry letters. All right, Italian wedding. Moving on, we'll face New England clam chowder later in the show. But we're going to move on to our next matchup in the first round. It is the matchup of the thick, well, of of the creamy sort of blended one to two ingredient soups. It is tomato soup, which Wikipedia describes as a soup made with tomatoes as the primary ingredient. It's going up against broccoli cheddar soup, which Wikipedia describes as a type of soup prepared using cheese as a primary ingredient. Two simple soups, Matt. Not a lot to these, um, but they are definitely staples for sure. Uh, Where do you stand on these two? All right. um, First things first. The um, tomato, if the first soup we think of when we think of soup is chicken noodle, Tomatoes got to be a close second. Sure, if not, it may even be first for many mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, both of these—it's interesting that both of these soups are in the same category because both of these soups can be ruined very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have a, like I—I've had great tomato soups. I've had great broccoli and cheddar soups. I've had terrible of of uh, either or. Um, and I think that it's it comes down to time, timing. I think you can you can very easily under or overcook both of these. Mm-hmm. Um, more so, it's much less forgiving. Both of these soups are much less forgiving than many of the other ones that we have on our list. Um, neither of these are are my favorites. Not I don't have any like super um you know big investment in one or the other and quite frankly i don't know if i see either one of these making it very far past its first round. these are kind of like the uh they're kind of like the uh the tennessee or um or i'm trying to think of another a better example wyoming the like the Minnesota, or the, I'm trying to think of a common, not of state, but of like a college that oh doesn't make it very far in the, in the bracket. Oh, like um, a Saint but, Bonaventure but only, or a Florida like, Gulf Coast. They, well, I was, I was going to say like Florida State. Like they're they're gonna they're gonna win. They, they might even go a little bit farther than you expected, but they're not. They're not like a Final Four team. Now they're not. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll stick with. Uh, I'll stick with on this option. Um, well, we're not going to reveal who, who our don't, winners no, are yet, but no, that's, all, that's really all I have to say about okay. these two. So that's fair. What do you say? Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I don't think there's a lot to say. I think personally, given the choice, I, I, I'm not a big tomato soup guy. I think it's just a little one note. At least the broccoli cheddar has a little bit of diversity to it. Um, I think. I think they are both. I think a tomato falls, you're right, into the same category as chicken noodle. It's sort of a classic soup, a a homegrown soup, a a soup most people are familiar with, certainly more so than broccoli cheddar. I think if you went to the average American pantry, you'll be way more likely to find a can of tomato soup 
versus broccoli cheddar. But at the same time, when I think about a gourmet soup, I think broccoli cheddar has more options than a tomato soup. I think tomato is a good base. We'll talk about uh, minestrone in our next bracket, which is a tomato-based soup. Uh, I think, you know, there's a lot of opportunity for that. But for tomato to be on its own, it's just not an interesting enough ingredient to, to hold its... Nobody... When was the last time you had someone pick up a tomato and take a bite out of it like an apple? No one does that, okay? Because <laughs> tomatoes are weak. That's why That's why in ketchup, ketchup is not just tomatoes. It's tomatoes and spices. That's why pasta sauce isn't just tomatoes. It's tomatoes and spices. Hypothetically, tomato soup should be that. Most of the time, it just comes out tasting like tomato. And there's a reason why the most famous application of tomato soup is tomato soup and grilled cheese. And you dip the grilled cheese in the tomato soup, and it doesn't really taste like tomato soup. It tastes like cheese. So... All in all, I think tomato soup is, is overall a, a, an adequate soup, a fine soup, a simple soup, not a particularly interesting soup. Um, I, I'll come right out and say it. I think my vote is going to be on broccoli cheddar. What, what, what about you, Matt? Where, where are you landing? I don't know. Um, you make a great case for block, broccoli cheddar. However, I'm thinking now having tomato soup with a couple of croutons thrown sure. in. Oh, bread? Dip bread in it? No, it's a great accessory dip soup. Bread. It is. French onions like that. I think that if if we were to put tomato soup up against a chicken noodle or a matzo ball, something with a lighter broth, a clearer broth, I think it would win. I think it would knock it out. Even It might even give French onion a run for its money. But because it's up against broccoli cheddar, you can kind of do all the things with the tomato soup. You could dip a sandwich in broccoli cheddar if you wanted. Oh, absolutely. It's delicious. And it would still taste great. Um, uh, you could, you could, uh, add things to it, make it better. Um, I think that the average, you're, you're absolutely correct with your assessment. The average American household is much less likely to make tomato soup than it would be to, to buy broccoli cheddar. A broccoli cheddar is more of a restaurant soup. It's not nearly as Um, common. No, but it is better in the, the virtue of soup. I would say that broccoli cheddar is better. So. That's where my vote is as well. All right. Well, that was it. We haven't really disagreed that much. What a what a great debate. Broccoli cheddar. I'm trying. I'm I know you are, Matt. It's soup. It's hard to really have a trying to come out. <laughs> well, I think we're gonna have a fight on this I, next you know, one. I, I said a lot of things about 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 um I said a lot of things about chicken noodle that I don't I didn't necessarily believe or agree with, but I was just trying to bait you into some kind of a a tete-a-tete. So the problem is, Matt, well, I really... I'm, sure, I'm sure we will have them. As we get later in the draft, we will we will uh, definitely disagree on some. Well, so. th- this next matchup, Matt, is a matchup of Titans, and the winner of this will face off against Broccoli Cheddar in the round of eight. Uh, first up, ramen, which Wikipedia describes as a Japanese dish. It consists of Chinese-style wheat noodles served in a meat or, tr- or occasionally fish-based broth, often flavored with soy sauce or miso, and uses toppings such as sliced pork, dry seaweed, or green onions. It is going up against a much more American soup, and by American I mean Italian. It's minestrone, a thick soup made with vegetables, often with the addition of pasta or rice, sometimes both. Common ingredients include beans, onions, celery, carrots, stock, and, of course, tomatoes. Uh, Wikipedia claims there's no set recipe, since it's usually made out of whatever vegetables are in season. It can be vegetarian, contain meat, or contain a meat-based broth, such as chicken stock. All right, um... I'll let you have the floor. 
since I opened up uh, the last discussion. Sure. I think, uh, and it's no surprise, I think ramen is the most exotic soup we have out of out of the eight we have in here. Um, one thing that ramen really has going for it are the long noodles. I'm a big fan of long noodled soup. Love it. Absolutely. We don't have anything else like it in this bracket. Actually, we really don't, other than chicken noodle, we really don't have any noodle-heavy soups, to be honest. Um, and so I think if, if noodles are your thing, ramen is an absolute go-to soup. The issue I have is that um, ramen, obviously, it's got more of those Japanese flavors. It's not as American. All these other soups are heavily Americanized. Ramen's really the outlier there. Um, and I think if that's not your thing, you might not enjoy it. Um, and you're supposed to eat it with chopsticks, which a soup, you can't eat soup with chopsticks. Stop that, Japan. You can't do it. It's Just get a damn spoon, okay? Now, when it comes to minestrone, minestrone is probably, Matt, in the same way French onion is probably your most consumed soup. Minestrone might be my most consumed soup. And if I do go to a restaurant and it's super salad and the soup is minestrone, I'm getting the damn minestrone. That is my go-to soup. And I, I think it's a great soup because it is a, a thick with ingredients soup, okay? This is, you're approaching stew territory when you're talking minestrone, okay? They put a lot of shit in this. And it is diverse from noodles to meat to beans to all sorts of vegetables, it is a really heavy soup. I love that it is it is tomato. It is a tomato heavy soup. So it's got it's got the tomato flavor, but that's not the main point of the dish. You get all the other flavors mixed in. Um, and I just think that the diversity you get in minestrone is what makes it such a fun soup. That's sort of my argument for minestrone. You can go to 10 restaurants, you will get 10 different minestrones. And that's kind of, I realize people may see that as a downside. I think that's kind of cool because they're all similar enough. But because the ingredients are so swappable, I, I think you've got a good opportunity for a lot of really fantastic soups with minestrones. So I don't think there's any surprise what way I'm leaning on this. I love ramen, don't get me wrong. And ramen has its place. I just think if we're looking for the best soup, I struggle to pick ramen. But Matt, what, what do you think of these two? Yeah, um... Basically, when we when we talk about these two soups, I'm reminded of the the criteria that we've agreed upon for, yes. uh, or at least what the criteria that that is in my mind when we set about deciding um, our, this bracket. Uh, and to me, the criteria is that this needs to be the best soup possible. Yep. Soup being the operative word, best soup. And to me, ramen, even though I, you know, I, I, I don't dispute that it's not a soup. It, it is a soup. Uh, it's just so noodle heavy that at, at one po- at what point does it stop being a, a wet noodle, you know, a wet noodle based meal and start becoming a traditional soup? Um, you could argue that, you know, it, it all depends on the broth and the amount of broth that goes into it. And ramen is delicious. Don't get me wrong. I love. I'm. I'm a huge ramen fan, uh, and I think ramen has has enjoyed an extreme um, resurgence in this country. Um, I mean, you know, it is of course of Japanese origin, but uh, the popularity of ramen in this country has skyrocketed. I would say over the over, you know over the past couple of decades. That that's obvious. Um, whereas minestrone, I, I would argue that minestrone may actually be on the decline in Fair. terms of popularity. I agree. Um, but uh, minestrone was more of, a, I think, a, a popular soup of our parents' generation. 
Um, but um, that, that I don't think that deters it from being a great soup, even though it's not as popular. Uh, I still argue that in this case, minestrone wins out just on the on the on the sole on the sole you know criteria that it you know it meets that criteria. Uh, yeah. The sole fact that it meets that criteria of being a soups soup, a soup lover's soup. Uh, it's got the base. It's got tons of delicious things in it. Um, it's really, I would say, a lot of people say Manhattan clam chowder is the counterpoint to New England clam chowder. I'd say it's minestrone. I'd say minestrone has got um, uh, just as much, but I like kind of like the polar the polar side of, of the, the clam chowder. It's got a lot of protein. It's very filling. Um, much like the clam chowder, you, you could get it with a meal, but it might be a little much to get both. Um, you know, you might end up with some leftovers if you start out with a minestrone dish. Uh, but, you know, that's my piece on it. Uh, I got to go with minestrone on this. Well, and Matt, you know, well, two things. One, uh, it's funny that you mentioned you sort of see it as the the counterpoint to clam chowder. I've always seen minestrone as the counterpoint to chicken noodle. I think it's like the dark side of chicken noodle. Um, you know, a traditionally lighter chicken soup versus a heavier tomato uh, soup. Um, but Matt, I'm really going to push back on you. I think ramen is soup. I, and I don't think it's, I, I, I disagree with the idea that it should be not disqualified, but sort of heavily discounted because it's not a traditional soup as we see it in America. I mean, I think, I think it's different in a lot of ways. I think it does. It is an outlier in the spectrum of soup, but I think it's a lot closer to soup than a lot of things we've discussed. And I think, you know, the ingredients are different, but it is fundamentally meat vegetables noodles in a broth i mean to me that soup now yes you're right it's noodle heavy but minestrone is vegetable heavy um french onion is onion heavy i you know i i think the fact that it has a lot of noodles isn't necessarily disqualifying for me so you know i'm not telling you you should change your opinion but that's sort of my counterpoint is just that wikipedia calls ramen soup i would i would call ramen soup i mean it's just a different type of soup oh yeah and i'm not disputing I, i i definitely um I definitely would say it's it's not disqualifiable. I, I wouldn't disqualify ramen from the from the from the the race here. Uh, I'm just saying that when you go and you pick up a bowl of ramen, the appearance, the aesthetics of it, if you will, um, are much less. You know, you have, you have many soups on the table. You know, which one of these things is not like the other? Sure. I think it might be, I mean, with, with very small exceptions, it would be the easiest to pick out that bowl of ramen and say, this is pasta. Um, or this is, you know, this is not quite as soupy as others. Um, you know, as your tomato, your French onion, those are straight up soups. To me, that's like soup. Minestrone. I would still argue much uh, more sure. of a soup. No, I agree. Than the ramen, I agree. Um, and 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 I think that it does upset the criteria when we say that um, you know ramen is ramen is more of a soup than minestrone, or a better soup than minestrone. I I agree because I think it is it is playing with an asterisk a little bit. So. Um, yep. No, I'm with you. I think we're in agreement. I think Minestrone is going to move on in our challenge. Um, 
Matt, that concludes the first round of the soups bracket. Before we continue to the second round, I did have a weird thought if we're defining what is and is not a soup. If you put spaghetti and meatballs into a big enough vat of sauce, would <laughs> that be a soup? Um, no. Why? No. I Because I, the sauce is not broth, right? It's a, th- so, it's a well, thick... I guess it... I mean, because we're saying tomato soup is a soup. Yeah, it's a thicker. I mean, New England ham chowder is awful. It's not a broth. It's a chowder. I mean, it's thick. And minestrone is is a soup. Yeah. Right. Anyway, I don't know the answer, but I for some reason that yeah. just because that's kind of like what ramen is, if except instead of you know with a lot of tomato sauce. So no, I was just I say yeah. Okay, I'll I'll change it. I'll say yeah. I would say that's some kind of weird soup that you've got going on there. Nobody would want it, but. Yeah, it might not be a, a very popular, but I think by by definition, I think it would meet the criteria for being soup. Sure. Fair enough. Okay, enough lights of fancy. Again, I'm, I'm not going to let the cereal thing go. I think that there, there's a potential for us to consider soup as cereal as soup. Although now you have me excited. We should do. We, we got to do a cereal bracket at some point. I was thinking we should do a is it cereal episode. Is it just what, talk about whether or not it's cereal? What just like pick random shit. Or not? Not is it? Yeah, is it soup? You know, no. just pick things like cereal and the planet Mars. Is it cereal? Just is it cereal? Is it cereal? Is it, is it soup? Super cereal? Super? Oh God, no! This cereal super salad soup. is enough, Matt. One one step <laughs> at a time, please. Now, Matt, we've got four soups remaining in the second round. They're going to go head to head. Our first matchup: New England clam chowder coming off of its victory, going against Italian wedding soup. Two very different soups. No, no, no similar soups in this matchup. Quite diverse. Um, mm. Matt, what do you think of New England clam chowder versus Italian wedding soup? Yeah. Um, it's an interesting one. Uh, very different. Two very, very different soups um, going head to head here. Um. That's right, Matt. We have to talk more about these soups. What more can be said? I mean, in terms of the better soup, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time moving away from this very uh, this very strict definition of soup in my mind. Maybe it's this like preconceived uh, stereotype I have of soup being like a thinner broth, sure. and, and it's it's really messing with me because it, it almost makes me want to disqualify New England clam chowder because of the the cream broth. Um, then again, that would also mean broccoli cheddar would be out. And I don't, and I, I, but see, I have an easier time seeing that as a soup. Um, I think I just have to get past that preconceived notion and say no, that the y- superior soup here. Um, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think is well, your? Well, first of all, opinion? Matt, I think you're the whole point of this yeah. is that we're matching it up, and it is our opinions, and we're we're not right or yeah. wrong. So you're allowed to say I think Italian wedding is better because it's a more traditional type of soup, and when I look at that, I think it's more of a soup, and I think uh, a, a more clear brothed soup 
um, would win out over New England Clam Chowder. I don't think that that's a bad opinion or way to decide at all. So let me just say that. Between these two, for me, uh, I think it's a tougher call than some of these earlier matchups we had where it was a little more obvious. I do think on their own, they're both very great soups. Um, I, I've always been a fan of Italian Wedding. I'm surprised. I think I think it is like minestrone. It's an older soup. I don't think it's kind of as popular now as it used to be. I wish people would bring it back uh, because every time I see Italian Wedding soup, I get it because it's very good. I think between these, you know, what Italian Wedding has going for it, for me, it's a lot It's a lot harder to screw up. I think most times when you get Italian Wedding soup, you're probably getting a pretty decent soup. Clam chowder is so varied in quality from terrible to amazing. And I think most instances of, of clam chowder at an average restaurant or in the average grocery store is okay. It's not great. I think like Italian, if you're getting Italian wedding soup, you're probably at a place that makes good Italian wedding soup. You know, it's not something, I feel like every restaurant tries French onion, tries clam chowder, tries chicken noodle. Not a lot of places are trying Italian wedding soup. And I think the ones that do it, do a good job. And I think that's what it has going for it. If I'm at, again, if we're, I keep bringing it back to, if you're at a restaurant and you're at super salad and the soup option is Italian wedding, I'm probably going to choose it because odds are good. It's a decent soup because they took the time to make it when no one else does. So that's what's got going for it. I do think New England clam chowder is more of a beloved soup. I think it is more of a traditional uh, in terms of just countrywide type soup. I don't think it's just New England anymore. They make great New England clam chowder out on the West Coast. Uh, and I think it's got value as a seafood soup, which we don't have seafood soups on here. There, It is the most popular seafood soup, uh, and I think there is something for that there. Uh, since you already gave your opinion, and it's my turn, I'm really on the fence here. Personally, I would choose New England clam chowder, but for the sake of this bracket, I'm going to choose Italian wedding because I think it is a more accessible soup, and I think it is a more uh, friendly soup. And I, and I think your average person would, would rather have Italian wedding versus New England clam chowder. Yeah, see, that's, that's kind of where I'm at, too. If we're picking the better soup, um, should, like we, should, we should definitely, at least my opinion is that we should take crowd-pleasing into, into account. Sure. Um, which I guess would have been a, a, a pretty valiant argument for chicken noodle. Yeah, we really blew um, that. Yeah. Um, well, okay, Matt, let but, me ask you before you give your decision. If it were okay. chicken noodle versus clam chowder, would that change your mind? Um, actually, it would. Chicken noodle sucks. Like, I, it's just it's hard to defend it. It's okay. It's not very exciting. Okay. Um, it, it, it's very salty, and I don't know. Like you said, there are different renditions of it. And it can be really terrible, uh, really basic. Um, but I, the one that I would say is not basic it, 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 between the two of these, the Italian wedding, I think, is not a very basic soup. It's it's a very um, – it takes more skill to make it, Yep. I would argue. Well, I don't, um, I don't know if I'd agree with that. Then the chicken noodle. Oh, no, I thought you were talking about clam chowder. Sorry. Oh, I, no, I, no, I, Then definitely more skill in the chicken noodle. Um, and it has just a lot more flavor to it. Yep, agreed. No, we, um, pick, we picked a fine soup in I, Italian yeah, wedding. Yeah, I, would, I think I'm going to go with the I'll, – I'll, I'll, I'll go with the Italian wedding on oh, this one Oh, Matt, too. we – Jesus Christ, we have to disagree at some point. 
We kind of did in the first round. The, the I, I fought for French Onion. Yeah, but I disqualified myself, so we didn't really... I, you do know I had a secret tiebreaker procedure all set up for this, and we haven't even used it yet, because we've agreed <laughs> on everything. Is it a dice roll? No, it's more exciting. Are we going to have to chug... Each of us chugs the soup? The soup, yeah. That's in question. <laughs> I and whoever been... finishes it first. Yep. The hot we... soup. Yep. Just bowls of hot soup. I've got oh, Matt. I've got off camera all these bowls of hot nice. soup I prepared for just this occasion. Oh, fantastic! Okay, Italian wedding. Moving on to the soups final. Congratulations! Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. I if you had asked me in the first, you know, when we started, I wouldn't have picked Italian wedding to move on. It was in a tough bracket against chicken noodle, clam chowder, French onion. Very surprising. All right, Matt. Our other matchup to get into the championship game here. Broccoli cheddar versus minestrone. And you get to go first on uh no no do you get to go first on this one? Um no, this is your this oh, is your okay. I conceded last round to to you going first. I was my I was technically supposed to, but Well, if I if you would like me to go first, I can go first. Yeah, go for it. Uh, broccoli cheddar versus minestrone. Uh yeah, I don't think this is a particularly hard matchup. Uh, in my opinion, I think minestrone has quite the edge here. I just think, you know, broccoli cheddar on its own in a non-competitive environment is a perfectly fine soup. I like broccoli cheddar, in fact. There's nothing wrong with it. But it's just such a basic soup. My God, it's cheese and broccoli. You know, like, that's it. There's nothing to it. I just think minestrone is such a quintessential Like, if you look up soup in the dictionary, I'm kind of surprised if you wouldn't see minestrone like to me that's such a defining soup against broccoli cheddar which is fine but just just fine you know that's 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 my standing i've, I've got no beef against broccoli cheddar but going up against minestrone i don't i don't know i don't think so matt what, what about you um yeah for me for this for this uh for this bout uh, broccoli cheddar versus minestrone I got to go with um, the fact that broccoli cheddar is so stagnant. It's hard to customize broccoli cheddar because it is just that. It's kind of like got its its name. Its name is kind of has kind of glued it to to its definition. Like. Well. It, it can't really. I don't think it can really. I don't think you can really do much with it. I don't. Like you can't, I don't agree with that. What are you going to change about broccoli cheddar to make it exciting? Add Give bacon. Give me a way to make it exciting. Add bacon. Chop the broccoli up thinner. No, add add bacon. Oh well, we're talking about adding something. Then we're not talking about like oh. its essence and changing its essence. No. No, but okay. minestrone gets to cheat because literally you can put anything in it and call it minestrone. Like, right. really, it's the name that works against it more than anything else. Because I think you could tweak broccoli cheddar, keep that base the same, and you could add a whole bunch of stuff and make it make it a more exciting soup for sure. When you add to the broccoli cheddar, does it ch- does it then become something else? If we add bacon, are we now talking about a different soup entirely? I don't think so, because if you chicken noodle, I think is a good example. I mean, it's got it's not just chicken and noodles. It's got carrots and celery, sometimes peas or potatoes, or you you can put all kinds of things. It's the fact that it's chicken and noodles is what is the you know that's your base. I think your foundation is bread or broccoli cheddar, and you build from there. 
So then I guess it, it depends on what you're adding to the soup. Sure. Because to me, if you add bacon to a broccoli cheddar soup, it no longer is broccoli cheddar soup. I would say it is now broccoli cheddar and bacon soup. Um, however, if you add – well, no. See, even if you add carrots, it still to me becomes broccoli cheddar and carrot soup. Like, no, I, but, but you don't name – minestrone isn't – beans and pasta and onions and soup, whatever soup i mean it's i think broccoli cheddar is the name i think the only way you if if you add so much bacon it's like bacon with a little bit of broccoli cheddar on top then then you can call it bacon and broccoli and cheddar i think you still call it broccoli cheddar with other it's just a variation of that name at that point then really what you should just call this cheddar soup and then you can really throw whatever. I think the fact that you named broccoli, you've kind of backed yourself into a corner. It really should just be cheddar soup with all kinds of crazy shit in it. That's what I'm saying is that, yeah, the, the cheddar, you know, cheddar-based soup. Yeah. Yeah. No, is, you're probably right. It, but, but instead, it, yeah, they went ahead and added broccoli to the name. It kind of confines it in a way. Well, there are, and by the way, there are lots of other types of cheese soup. I mean, I picked broccoli cheddar for the bracket because it's the most common in America. But there's mozzarella soup, cream cheese soup, blue cheese soup, beer cheese soup, just cheddar soup, um, cheeseburger soup. There are lots of variations on a, on a cheese soup. There's a cottage cheese soup, which sounds disgusting. You got to really like cottage cheese, I guess, oh, for that God. one. That's, those are for the hardcore, <laughs> that hardcore is cheese fans out there. Um. Uh, in the merit between the two, the better soup, unobjectively, I would I'm, I would go to bat for minestrone. Uh, yeah, I every think so. Time, every time. Great. Uh, well, this has been easy. Yeah. Well, Matt, on that note, we have our soups final is set. The teams are ready. The fans are in the stands. It is time for tip-off in the championship game between Italian Wedding Soup and Minestrone, the, the two, uh, the, the old men's soups, the, the sort of the classic <laughs> soups. Uh, two Italian soups are going Indeed. head-to-head. Uh, quite, in, quite an interesting matchup, Matt. Uh, you get to go first on this one. What do you think of this, this final two? First of all, I, I have to say that I'm I'm uh, I'm proud that the two Italian soups made it to the final. Um, repping repping the Italian heritage, I feel very proud of that. Uh, they're uh, fantastic soups, both of them, um, and uh, you know I, I I don't I wouldn't I would say that while they are both ethnically similar. Uh, you can't even really say that the um, the soups themselves are similar. They're very different in their own unique ways. Um, minestrone is definitely the thicker soup. And minestrone would probably be my favorite soup between these two. I prefer minestrone. But I'll just come out and say that my pick is going to be the wedding soup because it, it it has everything that a soup should be. It ticks all the boxes. And not saying that minestrone doesn't. I think that the Italian wedding soup just does it in a better. It, it just is 
a more productive suit. Um, it, it's more crowd pleasing. It is more flavorful. I would even say than the middle of the minestrone. Um, very close contest between the two, but I think by a nose, it, it's got it. It's got minestrone with the flavor. Um, at, at the end of the day, to me, a soup is just something that you want to come home to when you're when you're not feeling so great. Even if you are feeling fine, but uh, I, I like for my money, you can you can slurp the wedding soup and the minestrone. Um, you got to eat with a spoon. Got to eat with a spoon. So soupish wedding soup it is. You know, Matt, with all due respect, I literally disagreed with you on every single point you just said. I was nice. keeping track. Good. I think you're wrong Finally. on every single one of those points. I can't even remember all of them. Well, it's hard I, to eat. I think I think the soup you want to come home to is a heartier soup, a soup with some real meat on those bones, and that's minestrone for sure. Um, I also think, by the way, Italian wedding is a, usually a greasier soup because you're putting that meatball meat in there. I think it's going to be easier to digest that minestrone, especially if you're not feeling well. <laughs> Number two, uh, I I think you know oh, it's a family crowd pleaser. I don't think the kids, mommy, daddy, I would love some Italian wedding soup. No, uh, Matt, the kids love minestrone. Okay, it's a fun word to say, and it's a fun soup to eat. And I just think that because it is so all-inclusive of ingredients, it's an exciting soup because you're not always getting the same thing. That's what's fun about it. It's exciting. You you, you go in knowing you're going to get a good soup. What exactly in it? Kind of a mystery. It's a mystery soup. And I think that's neat. I, I do think it skews a little bit towards stew territory because sometimes you can get a really thick Minestrone, but to me, that's, you're just getting value for your money. I mean, you're just getting – it's not just broth. You're getting some goodness in there with the flavor of the broth. I think it's a good mix of a – you know, you traditionally make it with chicken stock, so you get that flavor, but also it's tomato-heavy, so that's mixed in there. Um, when it comes to Italian wedding, look, I love Italian wedding as much as the next guy, but what I will say about it is it is very one-note. I don't think there's a lot of in diversity in the ingredients. It tastes like – meatball and whatever green vegetable or spinach or kale or whatever you put in there. And that's kind of it. You don't notice the carrots or the onions or the other ingredients. It kind of just tastes like that. And I think it's a little bit one note in that respect. I just think minestrone is a more exciting soup. I can't believe I just said that minestrone is a more exciting soup than Italian wedding. And I think my vote would be for minestrone. Okay. Um, Sean, I'm going to rebut you on everything you just said. Because <laughs> here we go. Ready for this? Oh, Lord. I think that um, wedding soup is just as marketable, if not more marketable, than minestrone. I think that kids may not be clamoring for Italian wedding soup, but they might clamor, Mommy, can we have some chikorita soup? Are you familiar with this? No. Chikorita soup. <laughs> Is a soup, I believe, by Progressive. Progresso. Progresso. <laughs> not the car insurance company. insurance company. Yeah, not um, making Progresso, soup. Uh, that I think, I believe it is Italian wedding soup. I don't really know if there's any difference. Uh, look it up. Chikorita soup. I think yeah, it is. I, I am. I'm going to go to the Progresso.com. It's got balls. I, I used to have it all the time as a kid. It was great. 
It had meatballs. It had um, little circular pasta type things. Well, they uh, no Matt. They okay. So they do have chikorita, but they also have Italian style wedding soup. So they have both. Is chikorita not just another name for what? What is what is a chikorita well, soup? I got a. Should this be the winner of our bracket? Should we give it to chikorita soup? Let's see. Okay, so the. Uh... The ingredients for, according to Progresso, by the way, the the ingredients, chicken broth, meatballs, cheese, breadcrumbs, pasta, and then what is in the chikorita? Chicken broth, meatballs, breadcrumbs, pasta. Yeah, they seem awfully similar. I thought they were the same. But they they sell both. That's 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 what confuses me. Oh, you know what it is? I think the pasta's, the pasta's different. Okay. That's what it, the Italian wedding is a more traditional noodle, whereas the chikorita uh, is more of a more of a kind of rice pasta. Yes, kind of like a like an orzo. Yeah, but you're type, you're yeah. extremely. Oh, it also doesn't have the green whatever the green vegetable they put in here. Spinach is in the uh, Italian wedding, and there is not no. Some, yeah. Spinach. So chikorita is basically the Italian wedding just kidified. Sure, it's just I would agree with that. Kids, yeah. A more mild version, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so that's the, well, that, that, that's, that's my point there is that's how you market Italian. That's, they figured out how to, how to market Italian <laughs> wedding styles to kids. It's, I it's, don't think that kids are clamoring for the minestrone. It's, I think that, like you said, it's, the, it's an old man soup. It's, um, it's very hearty. It is a meal. Um, but for my money, the soup, the more soupish soup in, and, and the, the winner of the soup for me is the Italian wedding. Um, it, it just, it just screams soup in a way that minestrone, I think ventures too close to stew territory, you know, but it, but it, be, but it doesn't cross the line. The best soup. No, it, it goes up to the closely. line. It doesn't cross it, it though. It's soup. It goes right up to that line. And in some cases I think it does cross it. Baloney. And I'd sit here and make the same argument if, if we were talking about, uh, clam chowder. I think it goes right up to that line, and in some instances, it waltzes right over it, right into stew territory. You know what it is, Matt? I think you're too conservative, and I think you're narrow-minded, and are unwilling to open up yourself to alternative soups. You're a soup well, I traditionalist. Am, I am a soup traditionalist, uh, and I am a, um, a proud, I'm proud of it, a staunch soup <laughs> soupist. <laughs> a staunch soup order. conservative. Oh, no. Yes. What and and I will defend that, and we will make soups great again. <laughs> we will make soup soup again. <laughs> Matt, if I, if I get you a hat that says make soups soup again, will you wear it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would wear it to the next game night. That's yes. for sure. I, I'm very tempted to get some giveaway make hats. Soup, make soups soup, soup again. again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt, what are we going to do? We disagree. Well, I think this is where our uh, our tiebreaker might have to come into effect. You know what sucks, I am Matt? not budging. This I is am not budging on this. Nothing ever works in our favor because why did it take until the final matchup to test the untested tiebreaker? Well, you know what? The the silver lining is that we'll have this tiebreaker for future brackets. True, and the good news like is our salad bracket. I think we both agree both of these soups are great and either one would make a worthy winner. Oh, 100%. So there's sure. no wrong decision, just one right decision. Matt, would you like to know what the secret tiebreaker is? 
I've been dying to know since we began. I know. Finally, we disagreed. Matt, the secret tiebreaker is the coveted third vote. Now, I know what you're saying, Matt. How is there a third vote? There's only two hosts on this show. Well, you and I have a network of friends, family, and coworkers. One of us has to text someone random that they know and without any context, simply which is the better soup, Italian wedding or minestrone, that person will decide the tiebreaker. Now, the real question is, yeah. Should we do a best two out of three? Like, should we do, should we, should we text three people collectively? Well, I think maybe we should do this. Why don't we each text somebody? Okay. And their votes will count. And then if it's tied again, we'll go to sudden death. Got it. Okay. Okay. Are you up for that? I am up for that. I'm gonna. I'm. I know exactly who to text. As do I. So so let's let's write up these texts here. This is exciting to listen to. I'm sure. <laughs> so minestrone or Italian, Italian wedding. wedding, and just say which is the better soup: minestrone or Italian wedding. Give no other context, and we will wait and see what the response is from our collective from our collective uh, uh, friends out there and see, uh, and see what they say and let, and let the people decide. But we'll, we'll see. I, I think they're going to be very confused because those are not two common soups. So I don't, I don't know how they're going to feel about that. But we will see. The big problem is going to be is if they don't get back to us, then we're really going to have problems. But let's pray to God they do. Now, Matt, while you're sending that and we're waiting uh, to hear back from our our mystery votes, uh, do you have any early thoughts on the salad bracket? So the winner of this matchup is going to go on to face the overall winner of our salad side. And Matt, we've got eight salad. I will preview them for the folks at home. In no particular order, we have uh, the chef's salad, the Caesar salad, the Cobb salad, the wedge salad, the Greek salad, the taco salad, the garden salad, and the fruit salad. Any any early opinions on, on those, Matts? Do you think that'll be a harder or easier debate than the one we just had for soups? Um, I think we're gonna have I, I think that one will be a will be a stronger debate. I think okay. we will have stronger opinions on on the salads. Uh, I think that it's they're gonna be more divisive. I don't know why. I just think they are. So we will yeah. have to see. Uh, yeah, I, I disagree completely. And I think we're going to breeze through it because I really don't think there's that big of a difference between a wedge salad and a garden salad and a Caesar salad. But, you know, that should not dissuade people from tuning in next week to find out. Matt, have you heard back from your mystery? I did. Your... Oh, no. It's... Well, yours is yours might end up deciding it. But I don't think so. I don't think it will. What 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 did they say? Um. Well, my mystery. Um, well, first, who was it? I texted um, fan of the show and uh, most beloved super fan Michael Johnson. Oh, hey, our number one fan. Um. Yes, I did, and he responded, French onion. So 
<laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, Matt, uh, I texted my brother, Jason, mm-hmm. and he responded with, I don't know what Italian wedding is. <laughs> so this this tiebreaker worked out super good. Uh, I think we're, we're going to have to go with a, uh, a rematch here. Oh, boy. Do I have to text someone else? This episode is going so long. All right, Matt. Why don't we do this? Okay, Matt. All right. We have two choices here. And I'm not editing any of this out. So we have two okay. choices. We can either go to sudden death and each text someone else. Or we can end the yeah. episode, keep the suspense, and reveal the winner next time. I like that option. Okay. I like and, that one. And then people have to tune in. And and we can, uh, by all means, debate about it on the forums. I encourage you guys <laughs> yes. to go out and uh, go to our forums. To go and, to the and chat rooms. Yeah. Um, you know, you could use hashtag Italian wedding, um, hashtag best soup. Yeah. Or how about, uh, how about, how about married to a hashtag married to Italian. If you like Italian wedding and, and hashtag, um, min my strone, min my strone. Yes. (laughs) Min my strone. Yes. uh, Tweet with those. We will tally up the votes. And, and, and next week we will not only do the salads bracket, but we will announce the winner of the soups bracket. Mm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. Well, we somehow made it through that. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Our website, of course, is upfordebate.tv. It's our one-stop shop. All the old episodes are there. You can check them out. You can also click the subscribe button and get links to where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Overcast, and anywhere you get podcasts. You can also get the video version now with Matt's face on YouTube. Uh, again, we mentioned the Twitter account, at TV. I will tweet out an image of the bracket so you can follow along at home. And uh, you can email us up for debate TV at gmail.com. Let us know what soup you prefer. Matt, anything else you'd like to add before we conclude? Before we conclude, um... <laughs> oh, no. I think uh, I, um, we don't have our winner yet, but uh, I, I think we had a great discussion here. I think that. Um, Maybe I should have. I'm, I'm wondering if I should have fought harder for French onion in the very beginning. I think it really could have went the distance. I well, think I caved too too soon on it. Oh, I was gonna say, Matt, and you had the only vote on that one. So, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I think I might have I might have dropped the ball on this one. But Matt, Matt, we've got we we've got some see. great soups here. We do, we do. I, These are great soups. We're gonna pick uh, a great winner. That, the the true the true warrior will carry the day. That's right. Um, and the true and it, winners are the people who shut this episode off ten minutes in. Or <laughs> never decided to listen to it at all. That's right. That's right. Well, make sure to tune in next time uh, for the conclusion of this episode and our silence bracket. But until then, on behalf of Matt, this is Sean. Thanks everybody for joining us. We'll see you next time for more dinner debate here on Up for Debate. <laughs>